football fans. It's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reed. And here we go with another December edition of the only program devoted to underdogs in, and I should say, pro football this week, because there's really not a lot of college to go after until we get to the bowl season. Welcome in. Bow wow. Rough, rough. It is Three Dog Thursday, and we are thrilled to get rolling along here on Three Dog Thursday, and uh, try to sift through these different NFL late season matchups in particular. Going to enlist some help from some guests and uh, try to work everything out. Of course, we don't have bowl games and the college football playoff coming for another week or two. So we can stand by and devote things to pro football. And why don't we bring on guest number one? We love his insight, the facts, the figures, the numbers. He is Kevin Rogers, senior handicapper and writer from VegasInsider.com, back with us for another week. How are you, my friend? TJ, I'm doing very well. Good to be back. And it's it's good to be on the NFL train with Kevin Rogers because, once again, you've had a knack for this all year long. You go to the downtrodden, the beat down, the, uh, the porous uh, team, it seems like, getting a ton of points that shouldn't have any business staying in a game, and you go to that team and they seem to succeed, and that was the Philadelphia Eagles last week. I have now figured this out. I need to stop doubting you on the uh, they-have-no-reason-to-win team when you take them on Three Dog Thursday. I've learned it. Well, thank you. And also, I mean, obviously the Eagles got some help from you know defensive and special teams touchdowns last week to beat the Patriots, and I really didn't expect them to beat the Patriots. I was just hoping that they would cover. And, you know, I just looked at it after they got blown out by the Lions on Thanksgiving. They were going to get Bradford back under center, and obviously with the Gronkowski injury on New England, that the Patriots are just so beat up right now that, you know, Philadelphia really isn't that bad, and they shouldn't be getting that many points, and they're still in the mix of this ridiculous NFC East race that, you know, I figured, hey, why not at this point, uh, you know, take that amount of points, and it ended up working out. It certainly did. Now, we're not going to dwell on the fact that you and I and Wayne Curtis also from Smack Apparel all backed the USC Trojans and all went down in the Pac-12 title game to Christian McCaffrey and Stanford, although we were looking good for a while. I mean, they had the lead. They were in the game in the fourth quarter, but they didn't end up uh, covering the five-and-a-half-point line uh, in the end. So USC bit all of us. In fact, in all three of my underdogs, Southern Miss in the Conference USA Championship game and even the New York Giants, they were in the game, if not winning the game, in the second half, and all three of mine flamed out. So I was over last week. So I really need some advice. I need some help from you. And, and there's only one college game of note, that is Army-Navy. Are you going to stay away from the uh, the great rivalry, the Americana rivalry of Army-Navy, where Army is, is uh, a significant underdog? I never know with you. It's large points. Are you staying away and just staying pros, NFL? You know what? I'm going to stay away for right now. I'm still kind of looking at the game, but as far as for our show, I, I'm i not ready to take it yet. I mean, obviously, Navy has owned Army over the years. I believe it's 13 straight wins the midshipmen have over the Black Knights. And, you know, when you look at Navy, they obviously outclass Army. This is just about them covering the number. I mean, this is bigger than last year's number, which I believe was 
17 or 18, I think, last year. Navy had a chance to cover. They fumbled late. Army ended up scoring, and Army got the cover. Army's actually covered the last couple of years in this game, but uh, no, I'm going to stick to three NFL games. Well, and uh, of course, Keenan Reynolds is the fantastic quarterback for Navy. They've had such a tremendous season. You just you don't think that Army can hang in, except for the old rivalry, the puncher's chance to maybe hang in, but uh, it should be Navy in a big one. All right, so let's go to the pros. And the buffet is in front of you. We've got to come up with three underdogs for this week. Which way do you want to head first? You know, I don't really love taking this team coming off a win, but considering the team they're playing, I'm going to give them a shot, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. That they're a short underdog against Johnny Manziel and the Cleveland Browns. The 49ers are 4-8. TJ, and they've been, you know, obviously a, a major disappointment, and Colin Kaepernick didn't work out. Now they're on Blaine Gabbert, but you know something? They've actually played all right with Gabbert. They're 2-2 two and two, straight up, 3-1 and one against the spread the last four games since Gabbert has come in at quarterback. They come off that overtime victory over the Bears last week. Now, granted, they got to travel back east again after going to Chicago, but, you know, when you look back at it, they beat Atlanta. They lost to a Seattle team that's turning it on at the right time. They lost to Arizona, who's probably going to get a bye in the first round of the NFC. And now you get the Cleveland Browns, who have had so many problems right now down the stretch. Josh McCown gets hurt. They get Manziel in. Manziel plays well. He's got the problems partying. So they sit him. McCown gets hurt again. They go to Austin Davis. Then they go to Manziel again. And they're just an absolute mess. And the 49ers, even though they have been a mess themselves, they played a little bit better the last few weeks, and I'll grab the points with San Francisco at Cleveland. You're believing in Blaine Gabbard, and after the way he played in the second half of that Bears game, I mean, who knows? And again, this is a this is a game between two teams that are out of it. Manziel comes back, could be good, could be awful. We'll see. All right, so that's an intriguing one. We've got two more to go on Three Dog Thursday with Kevin Rogers, senior handicapper, VegasInsider.com. Where are you going next? The next game, uh, another couple teams that are under 500, but uh, maybe if one of those on a run, it could be some playoff implications. But I'm going to take the Washington Redskins this week at Chicago against the Bears. That you know, we just mentioned the Bears losing in overtime to San Francisco, and actually Chicago is listed as a favorite for just the second time this season in this game against Washington. Right now, laying three, three and a half. And you look at the Redskins coming off, obviously a very tough loss to Dallas on Monday night, but the Redskins are still in the mix for that NFC East title where the Bears pretty much, you know, they had the bad start, they came back, and now they've fallen back to earth the last few weeks where Chicago's pretty much, I would say, out of it right now as far as a playoff berth and Washington with a little bit more to play for and coming off, you know, this performance where, you know, they blew it at the end against Dallas. Mm. That you think they'd probably get back on track. I'm going to take the points with the Redskins. Deshaun Jackson giveth. Deshaun Jackson taketh away with the punt return. You never know what's going to happen. And and obviously someone has to win the NFC East, and it may come down to the final week, and it may be a team with only seven wins again, just like Carolina winning a division uh, last year with only seven wins. We'll we'll find out on that one. So, so 49ers. Washington Redskins, and where is pro football NFL under Doggy 3? I'm going to stay in the NFC East, TJ, and I'm going to go to the Dallas Cowboys Ooh. at Green Bay. And, you know, so if you look at this game, obviously it's it's amazing. The Cowboys are 4-8. and eight. They still got a shot to win this division. Uh, you know, they just beat the Redskins, and I don't know if that got them any confidence right now. It's the first win they've had this year with Tony Romo not starting at quarterback, and obviously Matt Castle is still in there. 
And you look at Green Bay coming off this miraculous victory over Detroit last Thursday night on the Hail Mary, and they're eight and four, but they just haven't been very sharp over the last four or five weeks. And I, I just think that now with them laying a touchdown at home, this line has dropped a little bit. And Dallas going back to Green Bay where they felt like they got burned last year with that Des Bryant catch, non-catch in the playoff game. And obviously Romo's not there, so that makes a difference. But, you know, Dallas going back there, I think Dallas probably got a little bit of a, of a recharge in a sense by going to Washington and picking up that win. And now they know that their season's not done yet where, you know, you look at Green Bay and the Packers are fighting it out with the Vikings atop the NFC North. They still get the Vikings coming to Lambeau Field before the season's over with. So Green Bay pretty much still has control of that division, and Minnesota goes to Arizona this week. So that obviously you know, could be a loss for the Vikings. But for Green Bay, it's just asking a lot where, you know, late points with them where they just haven't been that good. And, you know, they should have lost last week. They haven't played well down the stretch. I'm going to take the points here with Dallas. Well, and keep in mind, they've had the extra time to prepare. They are at home. Uh, Cowboys, though, with a good defense, not a great defense. And Aaron Rodgers has been erratic some uh this season so we'll see and again we've learned not to doubt you on the big lines in the pros especially so he's liking the dallas cowboys to go along here so we do have a big nfl weekend and i know uh college football bowl season coming up but you guys have got nba you've got college basketball going on all the great information tell us more about vegasinsider.com kevin you know, something, CJ, this is a really fun time of year. And now that the Bulls have been announced, that uh, you could check out our Bull Central pages on the college football arenas on VegasInsider.com. And we're going to start to have a lot of our handicappers post picks coming up in the next few weeks on all these games. And all the lines are out for uh, all these uh, bowl games right now. So it's really a fun time of year, you know, not only with that Final Four coming up, you know, with Clemson, Oklahoma, and also Alabama, Michigan State, but also a lot of bowl games. Once we get into late December, they can still make money off of, even though, you know, they may seem like exhibition games. There's still a lot of opportunities to make money and a lot of really good matchups of teams that we don't normally see play each other. So we're very bowl-heavy coming up over the next few weeks, and obviously we're still focused on the NFL heading towards the playoffs. As you mentioned, NBA, college basketball, we're a couple weeks away from Conference play beginning of college basketball, NBA is in full swing, NHL still going on. So a lot going on right now at VegasInsider.com. You can check us out there or also on Twitter at TwitVI. Love this man's insight. And again, he's loaded up with 49ers, Redskins, and Cowboys for his three underdogs on Three Dog Thursday for this week. Uh, my friend, good luck with those. We'll see how it works out. We'll be reading and checking you out on Twitter as well, reading you on VegasInsider.com. Thank you, Kevin Rogers. All right, TJ, you got it. Thank you. We will pause here and come back. Wayne Curtis of SmackApparel.com, who believed in the Texas Longhorns when Kevin and I laughed last week. Wayne believed in the Hook'em Horns, and they came through with an outright win. We'll talk with him, get his underdogs for this week. Stay with us. College football fans, are you ready for the upcoming playoff? Well, certainly if you're Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, or the Big Ten champ, you're looking really good. You want to look even better? Well, then go to Smack Apparel and SmackApparel.com and get outfitted with the best in college theme in-your-face tees. 
Smack Apparel has got the Clemson party like it's 1981 shirts ready to go. That's the last time the Tigers won the championship. If you're a Bama fan, they've got those they only hate us because they ain't us shirts commemorating the 15 Alabama titles. You can yell Boomer Sooner for Oklahoma, Michigan State and Sparty Green, and Iowa Black and Gold depending on who wins that Big Ten title game. One thing is for sure, the best selection in your face shirts can be found at SmackApparel.com. And here's a great offer. Use the promo code TUNEIN15. You can buy one shirt and get the next one half off. Go to SmackApparel.com for the very best in college theme in your face shirts. It's SmackApparel.com. And that promo code again, TUNEIN15. The dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is T.J. Reeves. And we do come back in. It is Three Dog Thursday. It is great to be back on board with Wayne Curtis of SmackApparel.com, the founder, the creator, the owner of SmackApparel.com. And we look forward to talking underdogs with the man, the only man that got two of the three correct last week. Nobody got all three right. I'm not going to dwell on the fact that I was 0 for 3, Wayne. Please don't beat me up too much. I was 0 for 3. We both got burned with the USC Trojans in the Pac-12 title game, but you were like clairvoyant with Texas. I mean, I saw that score rolling in 10-0, 17-0 Texas with Wayne getting 20 points in the Longhorns. You were golden by halftime of that game, my friend. Welcome. You look great. Well, you know, Baylor was already down to the third-string quarterback, and he while he looked good... Uh, uh, in his, I guess he played about a half of the last game. I thought, yeah. And of course, he got knocked out after what the first quarter. So, uh, yeah, I figured Texas would be kind of wanting to take a little heat off of the man Charlie Strong, and uh, they delivered. I mean, hell, he beat Baylor and Oklahoma. So, uh, I guess if you're gonna have a losing record, those are the two you <laughs> really want to win to keep your uh, keep your job and keep the. Uh, coyotes from howling no doubt no doubt so they did well on that so we don't have much in the way of college football this week we're going to find out which way you're going with the underdogs you also had the saints last week who hung in with carolina uh, only to have the panthers beat them at the very end of the game they still covered so you were two for three on the underdogs uh, for last week so we got lots of nfl we have the army navy game army a significant underdog against keenan reynolds the fantastic navy quarterback and the navy midshipman do you dare Wayne Curtis, go against Navy and take all those points with Army in the traditional rivalry game? Well, the reason I am picking or taking Army in the 22 points is, is Navy's quarterback, Keenan, will be, will be, he'll be just thinking of all those guys up in New York City at the Heisman and thinking, <laughs> man, he should be there. And he should. They should have invited him. They could have flown up with him in Philly, could have just got him a limo and got him up to the. Right, uh, right. Where I'm, I'm sure I can't remember if it's downtown. I don't think it's downtown athletic. It's club. not anymore, where, right? Where, they moved it, but they could have gotten him there after the game, probably. They could yes. a guy, right? I mean, what a great, great year, great young man. I think it would have been a, a neat. I think it would have given more interest in, in the trophy presentation just to see him. But he won't be there, so that's why I'm picking Army. Maybe it's kind of convoluted, but I think that he's going to be thinking about the ceremony the net, that night and why he's not there, and he's going to be off a little bit, and they're just going to win by 21. All right. So it's still going to be a Navy win, but Army to keep it close enough for underdog number one. And we've been joking around that I think the last time Army won this game, Richard Nixon was president. Maybe it hasn't been that long 
Our Army used to dominate this series for decades, and now Navy hasn't lost in, in literally over 10 years. I think it's 13 straight. So sooner or later, the Black Knights of the Hudson have to do something, have to come closer, have to win this game, right? I mean, the law of averages have to catch up at one year. Yeah, maybe we should put out a, a, a poll and say, who will win their rivalry game first? Virginia, who has lost 12 in a row to Virginia Tech, <laughs> or Army. Uh, and I'm not sure the number, but it is 12 or 13. It's a long, darn time since Army yeah. Navy. So. Or, or then again, you could have the Clemson losing streak in basketball to North Carolina where they've never beaten them, not once. And it's now like wow. up over 70 college basketball games. So when it comes to college basketball, Three Dog oh. Thursday, we're not taking Clemson against North Carolina. I mean, there's a long time and then there's never, Wayne. To have never beaten the, the Tar Heels in basketball is pretty remarkable in 70, 60, 70 attempts of playing them, but they never have. It's amazing. You know what? You're a, you're a beacon of sports knowledge. I, that I was not aware of that fact. Yeah. Next time I'm speaking to customers in Chapel Hill. You'll, you'll remind them. You, you own, I'll, I'll, you'll own the Clemson Tigers uh, in hoops. Okay, so Army is one underdog. We now go to the pros. We go to the NFL, and I'm really, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers in the matchup with the Cincinnati Bengals. Pittsburgh just throttled the Colts last Sunday night. Traditional AFC North rivals, the old AFC Central, now the AFC North. Do Are you going along? Do you feel black and gold with me here? Steelers at Cincinnati, early game Sunday. Last, I watched that game, and I actually thought I was watching a college game. Yeah, I thought I was watching, like, South Carolina playing Citadel. Oh, no, wait, Citadel <laughs> beat them. You know, Alabama versus uh, South Alabama or something. Yeah, the Steelers laid the wood. Uh, and, yes. For that reason, I think uh, Roethlisberger's back. Uh, the running game, even without Bell, is cooking. Uh, the receiver Antonio Brown looks fantastic again because he's got Roethlisberger to get him the ball. I agree. So, yes, I believe the Steelers are three-point dogs. So, and, uh, so you know, let's. Cincinnati, of course, has dropped a few games recently. Well, yes, yeah, so they, and they looked good last week against Cleveland for whatever that's worth, with the Browns really struggling. So. All right, uh, Steelers plus the three on Three Dog Thursday for the first NFL underdog. Where are you going next in the pros? What do you like, sir? You know, there's not that many. There's The rivalries in college to me are just you throw out the records, and I don't find that as much in the pros. But I'm going to go to a, a pretty old-time bit of rivalry, and I'm going to take the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> I believe they're getting eight or eight and a half at the Broncos. So uh, I think the Broncos will win, but I think the uh, the Raiders will at least cover. And the Raiders are improved uh, this year. Jack Del Rio, the coach, Derek Carr coming around in his second season with the Raiders. And Denver, look, they were impressive last week in the win over the Chargers, but Brock Osweiler is not lighting it up throwing the ball he is. Uh, he's just kind of been average. It's been more their defense, their run game. I kind of like this pick, too, because it's one of the larger lines with a team that you might want to look at in Oakland. And you're going back to the old AFL days when Al Davis and the Raiders were against the old Denver Broncos uh, back in the day. Yeah, this this rivalry definitely dates back to the 60s and the old AFL days. So Raiders, I, li- I like this, Wayne Curtis, silver and black and black and gold uh, for you exactly. with, the, with the NFL picks. Yeah. 
All right, so what we now know as well as we talk with Wayne Curtis of Smack Apparel on Three Dog Thursday, and he's given us his underdogs, the college football playoff has been laid out now. The committee put out its rankings. We now know the matchups, Clemson and Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl, Alabama and Michigan State in the Cotton Bowl in the two semifinal games. And for college fans that are listening to us, great college-themed in-your-face shirts from you guys at Smack Apparel, uh, all kinds of shirts in and around these uh, four playoff teams. So tell me more. Tell me more about what you have. Well, you know, of course, uh, the Clemson Tigers, as well as the uh, Spartans, have not won it in a long, long time. The Spartans, of course, split the national title in 1966 after their 10-10 draw with Notre Dame, and they both got (laughs) half the national title. So uh, and it, so, we're doing a shirt that on the front, green shirt, great graphics, just really clean looking. It says, I want to party like it's 1966. <laughs> and then below it says Glendale or bust, where, of course, that's where the national title is. In the back it says, come on, Mark, let's do this. All right, so that's Sparty Green. And then Clemson, of yep. course, 1981, and Danny Ford, the Clemson Tigers of 1981, so we're doing a similar shirt. Orange, I want to party like it's 1981. Yes. With with the same, uh, come on. Like Refrigerator Perry, as we keep talking about. Perry yes. Tuttle was yes. the quarterback in 81. The only time that Clemson has ever been undefeated was that season. And, uh, yeah, we got to go back to the first Reagan administration. I, I, Reagan had not yet been inaugurated. He had been elected. But he hadn't been inaugurated when when Clemson won that uh, championship, I believe. So how about that? Party like it's 19. And they can get this in Clemson orange or Clemson purple, am I correct? Uh, no, this one's just on orange. But, of course, the writing is in white or and purple. So, so they get both. got those colors. Yes. All right, so yes. you can take either one of those. And Alabama shirts, we've been touting uh, the... Uh, the uh, classic, they only hate us because they ain't us, Alabama uh, T commemorating the 15 championships for the Crimson Tide. That one's a bit. Do you have something new now that they're in the playoff? Or are you waiting for championship time? Or what else you got, uh, Ryan? I have, uh, I have uh, of course, as most people know, if or maybe they don't, Alabama's won 15 national titles. So the front of the shirt says, make 15, sweet 16. <laughs> Glendale or Buff. I like that. Back and says, "Come on, let's do this." All right. So again, then, unfortunately, yes. So that's that's a new one for Bama fans, along with that they only hate us because they aim us. Okay, so we got that. And so then, what do we have for Boomer Sooner? The opponents for Clemson. Do we have some Glendale or bust for them? I mean, big big game, Bob, back on the big stage in the playoffs. You know what? Unfortunately, I don't have anything. I had something ready. We all thought they were playing Alabama. And based off of the pop culture, which is the very popular Breaking Bad, or Breaking Bad we had a Breaking Bama design all mocked up. So Sooner fans are going to have to wait. If they <laughs> win and Bama wins, we're busting that shirt out. The Breaking Bama with the character, I believe you've told us before on Three Dog Thursday, that may or may not be the lead character from Breaking Bad. Or he may look like Bob Stoops, right? We're not he, sure. He will, be a, he will be sort of blended. But you still have some great Alabama 
uh, Oklahoma, Clemson, Michigan State theme shirts, even if it's not a championship shirt. So even if you're an Oklahoma fan, you can check out the Sooners section where it says Sooner fans and get some great shirts. And again, when we've got an offer here from Three Dog Thursday where they can buy one, get one half off, buy one, get one half off with the promo code Thursday from Three Dog Thursday. Put that in at checkout. And get great discounts. And you've even got, you've got cute ones, not the, uh, necessarily the racier versions, uh, for the infants to put them on the little guys, the little fans. What do you call them? You call them junior fans? The, uh, uh we call it, well, uh, the brand's called Rookie Wear. Rookie Wear. Rook, rookie Wear by so Smack like, Apparel, yes. So, like for Ohio State fans, there'd be a little football, a little wafting coming off the football and say, is it just me? Or the Wolverine stink. <laughs> so, well, we do, we do that for about 80 fan bases, pro and college, so they can find that. And now I'm going to ask you a, a trivia question. See if you please what, how, how your sports trivia because this is in the works. Okay, do you know who the Carolina Panthers' offensive coordinator is? Hmm. Uh, I believe I get paid to know these things. I believe that would be son of Shula, one of the sons of Shula. Mike, am I correct? Mike Shula, Alabama yes. head coach for a little while, uh, and he is the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. Of course, his dad and uh, his 1972 team, those guys, uh, as we all know, pop champagne when the last NFL unbeaten team falls. So poor dad wants defeat, and son wants perfection. Mm. Mike Shula, offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers. So the front of the shirt, and we we may break this out in a week or two, on the front of the shirt, you know, black shirt, but, you know, the kid, Panther-themed colors, it's going to say, even Mike Shula wants perfection, 19-0 or bust. And then in the back, it's going to say, sorry, Don. So that's on the that's, that's, that's on the horizon, and it's obviously predicated on Carolina continuing to win. Got to have the Panthers keep winning. Uh, searching for perfection to match his dad. So even Mike would want perfection in this instance. Uh, keep uh, keep rocking along. And, of course, you and I both know for the audience on Three Dog Thursday that if it comes to that point, a 15-0 and Carolina team plays in its final game of the year at home in Charlotte, North Carolina, for a perfect 16-0 and regular season, my, my and your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How about that, where the Bucks could be part of yeah one way or the other, of history in the final weekend of the NFL season, depending on what's going on. What kind of chance do you give Carolina real quick uh, here to get to that point? Uh, I'd give them 50, uh, 50-50. I mean, four games, and as they, you know, it's always said uh, that's why they pay these guys. So even the worst team on a, any given Sunday, as they say, can jump up on a uh, one of the better teams and win. I mean, look, it's, that's why no one's gone undefeated because it's, that you get snipped. So with four games left, and then the playoffs, I give them 50-50, Though I mean, I think they, I mean they're favored in every game they play the regular season the rest of the way. And uh, you know, Cam Newton is just something else. And just you know, the defense is awesome. Offense is pretty strong. If they had Kelvin Benjamin, I'd give them you know 70 percent chance. But uh, I give them 50 percent to make it through. You know, at least to the Super Bowl. Well, we will see. Right now they're looking good. So, again, 
Watch out for that shirt coming down the road. College-themed shirts for Clemson and Michigan State and Alabama and Oklahoma fans. And again, use the promo code THURSDAY for buy one, get one half off at checkout at smackapparel.com. And again, the underdogs for Wayne Curtis going Army on Saturday, plus the 22 Denver and the Steelers in the pros for the Sunday underdogs. Good luck on Three Dog Thursday, my friend. We always appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, and that just leaves me to come up with the underdogs for this week. I will not go with Army like Wayne just did. Instead, I will stick with the pro games and three of them. As you could tell from when I was talking with Wayne Curtis, I do like the Pittsburgh Steelers to pull that upset in Cincinnati, win the game outright. They've just got too much rolling offensively, playoff hunt on. And for so many years, they've seemingly owned Marvin Lewis and the Bengals in the biggest games. Give me Pittsburgh on the road at the River City of Cincinnati to win that game outright. I'll take the three points with it as well. There's a big grudge match uh, right now between LaShawn McCoy and Chip Kelly, even though Chip Kelly's not playing. Buffalo at Philadelphia, as I joked with Kevin, I I bow to him as to how he figured out that the Eagles were going to turn it around, keep it close, much less win the game with the uh, New England Patriots last week. Give me Philadelphia with Sam Bradford back at quarterback, not making the mistakes. The Eagles still believe they can win the East. They're in the hunt. They're at home. How Buffalo is favored by a point and a half, I don't know. Uh, I know LaShawn McCoy wants to do great things, but Buffalo is challenged on offense. I know they've won some games, but I like Philadelphia to win that game uh, at home. Give me the point and a half uh, with the Eagles. And also... Uh, the Jets. I know the Jets came from behind and beat the Giants. That burned me with my NFL pick. Giants were winning the whole game. Let the Jets come back and tie them. Beat them in overtime. Cost me on Three Dog Thursday with my NFL pick. I'm going to go against the Jets again. I'm going to take Tennessee Titans off the huge offensive output from Marcus Mariota last week. I think they will score some points on that Jet D. Still Darrell Revis up in the air with the concussion stuff. Give me Tennessee Titans as my third underdog so there you go that's this edition of three dog thursday for kevin rogers of vegasinsider.com wayne curtis of spackapparel.com i'm tj reeves enjoy all of the action this weekend be back next week for three dog thursday bye